Yes, welcome back to the Bowling Boys podcast. I'm your host, Sam Nicola. First off, I want to thank each and every one of you for listening, liking, sharing and subscribing to the podcast last week. Today, we will be discussing Villa away, Fulham away, Thomas Sacek and how good he really is, Jesse Lingard and the impact he's already had at the London Stadium. We'll be looking forward to Manchester United away in the FA Cup fifth round on Tuesday. And joining me, Hamlet's United trio, two original members of the Bowling Boys, Adam Bird and Jimmy Lee, and their very own Ginger Pele, Chris Taylor. K Sarah, Sarah, whatever will be, will be. Oi, oi, you complete nasses, as it can, boys. Jim, Jimmy, not on the podcast, please, Gage. Uh, How many times I told oh, you? Okay, this is like this is like a classic away day. Sam telling Jimmy off for saying he's fucking said or done wrong. Jimmy oh, Lee, I do apologise, boys. <laughs> Chris, how are you? Not too bad, mate. You? Yeah, yeah, all good. Well, could have been better after yesterday's result, but we'll take it. Definitely, Chris. Before we um get into it, where can people find your hats? Oh, tell us hats. about tell us about what hats you sell, yeah. Uh, well, you can find them at tailoredfred.co.uk. You know, your classic flat backs, flat caps. Uh, Plug in the hats. Is that a sponsor <laughs> well, for the, sponsor podcast the podcast already? Yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll be hoping for a free hat in the post. Like, this, this, is a, this is a this proper one? Hamlet special, by the way, isn't it? it we is, know yeah. your, Sam's a closet Hamlets. 100%. Yeah. Right, right it, let's, let's move on. Let's move on with the conversation. Let's go. <laughs> exactly that, Jimmy Lee. Exactly that, Jimmy Lee. So, let's move on to Villa. Five days ago, six days ago now. But let's get talking real. Um, Villa away. What did we make of the performance? Obviously, 3-1. It was a, it was a great win. And it was something we much needed after Liverpool at the London Stadium. Um Jimmy, what, what did you think about the performance, mate? Yeah, to be fair, mate, I don't even think it was West Ham at some point, so I thought I'd seen a lot of Barcelona play football, but <laughs> probably the best sort of football I've seen this year. But not getting, not getting ahead of ourselves, we are still, like, same old West Ham, I suppose, after... What do you mean? We're Premier League runners-up this year. <laughs> oh. Ain't good enough for me. Ain't good enough. <laughs> Where are we going with this? Yeah, all right. Well, we, we were very good against Villa, I must admit. Yeah. I like the way uh, I thought Antonio, I said this yesterday, he's a much better footballer off the ball. He, uh, as, as a footballer, I actually don't think he's that good. And that's why I don't think he can play striker because mm. yeah. we all know about the classic Antonio situation as well. But from the Villa, uh, against Villa, he led the line from the yeah. front and he done it brilliantly. His his power, uh, the way he chases people down. He started from the front, and then you could see the boys in behind them. As soon as they all go together, we was looking really good. And I think Villa weren't expecting that. Like McGinn said after the game, he thought we set up to draw. No. Did he not that, see that the twenty just, shots? We that was just ridiculous. Yeah, it's that just a, a ludicrous comment, wasn't it? Really. Like I, I think I think Antonio brings a different outlet to other strikers that have, have been at West Ham previously. Like I know I'm not going to bring up the Haller debate again. Um, because we're sick of it, we all are. But Antonio brings something different. Although different, yeah, I just think he holds up. He holds up the ball, so other like our attacking force can get up there as well. People like Ben Rama, you know, Lingard now, um, Bowen. I just think he holds it up enough. Obviously, he's not the best technically. We all know that. Yeah, but he just brings a different outlet. Yeah, I think the way he held it up against Villa was. 
that was Antonio for me at his best because yesterday against Fulham, it was like the ball was just bouncing off him and it drives me insane because he goes from Villa. Well, to be fair, it weren't just Antonio. This ain't a dig at Antonio either. It was the whole team. Like yesterday, it was like as if the ball was just bouncing off him. But on, uh, was it Tuesday, Wednesday at Villa, the whole team were brilliant. Like they were fantastic. Yeah. And I think we thoroughly deserve to win 3-1. I mean, Bert, I don't know what you thought about the performance as well, but I think we can all agree it was it was good. Yeah, that what you said about that Antonio pressing and defending from the front and starting higher, it was much easier with Lingard because if you watch against Liverpool, there was a massive gap. If if the striker's gonna press, then so's the ten and so's the midfield. But it was just Antonio pressing against Liverpool. With Lingard, he was like on a bit of string from him, wasn't he? Five yards all the time. Just made it ten times easier. And that link up as well between Ben Rama and Lingard was just, yeah, and, and, and and again Lingard and um, Antonio, um, the the link up. Although he he'd only been in the squad a matter of days, I mean it was deadline day he signed, wasn't it? Um, Moyes Moyes got that absolutely spot on as well, mm, starting mm. Fredericks. It was the best performance of the season, I think. Yeah, don't know. How he didn't yeah, start but last I'd just game. like to go Sorry, on. But I'd just like to go on what you said there about Moyes and Fredericks. I thought when it when that when I see that. Just after losing to Liverpool, I thought, oh my God, he's, he's done it again. He's changed the team. But I'm so split on Moyes 50-50. And this is why, because everyone knows that I didn't quite agree with Liverpool game and how it went and all that. But then when he'd done that against Villa, it was perfect. To double up on Grealish, Grealish is a fantastic player. And mm-hmm. to bring Brett Fredericks in, and the way him and Kufal mm-hmm. doubled up on him, it, it worked an absolute treat. And... Credit to Moyes for that. I think you, I think you, you bang on, but he, he got I that could, spot on. I could be wrong as well, but I don't remember seeing Grealish change sides as many times as he did against us. And yeah, that's where the, that, that was going around on Twitter. Yeah, and that's where their goal come from. Chris Wall, he weren't tight enough, but really, would he have, should he have been now? I don't know. It was a really good pass. Do you, do you blame Chris Wall for that? No, that's what I mean. It, I think Soufal would have been out to him because that's the sort of player he is, but... It was just a good pass, I think. It was a good ball. See, although, although I, I, honestly, I, I think every single player played out of their skin in that game, right? But I, I, I hate to be negative, but just Ogbonna, for me, I, I don't know. Like in that, in that game, it's hard to stand out when everyone's playing so well. But that pass, you see it, you see it coming. Ollie Watkins run up short, laid it off to to Grealish, wasn't it? And then Ogbonna like followed him, and he was on his shoulder, but. As soon as Ollie Watkins made the run in, you could see it, and Ogbonna was just uh, too slow to react. Like, don't get me wrong, that's not a dig on Ogbonna. I think he's been hammered a year so far this season. Yeah, underrated. But, but uh, and underrated definitely. But I don't know. It, it just it was too slow to react. So I, I wouldn't blame Cresswell for nah, that. Because if if you do watch that back as well, it's like Grealish could have held on to it for a lot longer. He, he made the pass really. He took it really quick. And what I about think that's what caught us out. For sure. Creswell, like he's having a superb season and probably closest to his 16 season, but just ain't good enough for me. What's there right now? No, he's playing well right now, but like in general, like he's our weakest link, I think. Without the wand he's got, yeah, I'm not, I agree. I'm not, I agree. Um, I'm not sold on him defensively, but going forward, if it... yeah, bird, I think everyone knows yeah. that you love his wand. Oh, yeah. Creswell, Creswell <laughs> down at left. No, yeah, the, the wand is a beautiful. <laughs> 
Right, let's um, let, let's get away from Villa game because like I said, it was a few days ago now. More uh, things have happened since then, including yesterday's game against Fulham, which was a little bit sour mm. compared to what went on at Villa Park. Oh, shit, wasn't it? I don't even know if I want to go down the Vara <laughs> because that no I think does. I think I'm glad. I think we're all glad this is 24 hours later because oh. speaking to you all last night, everyone was absolutely fuming. It's ruining the game, really, isn't it? Mate, I weren't joking. I got up. You know when you're so angry? I just got up and tidied the kitchen. I washed up. I just went on a rant. I just went on a rant on Twitter, as, as usual. And to be fair, I'm not the only one. All the footballers, past, present, pundits, all came out, all slagging off Mike Dean. That was never in a million, million years a red card. And we have appealed it today, but so I fully expect on, that on to that, get overturned. I see, um, I see a tweet today, I don't know where it was from, but um, it said that the FA are not going to overturn two of Mike Dean's decisions in a week. The uproar, yeah, the uproar, that's cool, yeah. between yeah. between the football community, I suppose. Um, if that don't get overturned, then... Or they might say they, they'll reduce it to one game ban or whatever. Yeah, they but definitely I, won't either, go back either way, either way, he's available for the FA Cup, isn't he? But, but the thing about it was, I think it was Lee Mason on VAR, wasn't it? It was him. He was looking at it as a clenched fist. Oh. Right. What well, I, I don't oh, understand. He was, he's what he's trying to do is obviously get over Mitrovic's shoulder. Yeah, he's trying to like change his run so he goes over his shoulder. So he moves his arm over. If you're going to move your arm over in a natural position, you're not going to do it mm. like with a with a straight hand, are you? Like a robot? No. You're going to. It's in straight in the mouth. It's a, it's like one of the it's it's like what we used to get with Andy Carroll. What when you're jumping for the ball. What are you meant to do? Mm. I know he weren't jumping, but like you say, he's trying to move. How's he? Have you meant to move without moving your arms? Yeah, and Mitrovic come out after, didn't he? And he said about like he is supposedly after crying for two minutes, he went back up to the ref and said, um, like it, it weren't malicious, and you could tell that as yeah. well. So chick didn't you even know, know what, well, it. I know he's, we obviously don't even know him personally, but you can just tell how much of a nice geezer he is. Oh, but he looked well absolutely, upset. yeah. But Mitrovic, like, off. don't get me wrong, Mitrovic is just as much to blame. You, he was, yeah, he can say after, oh, I, I, no, right, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but he was rolling around on the floor for ten seconds. Yeah, he went down like a slow. Well, yeah, I does, agree with that. Greedis does the exact same every week. Though. Don't don't get told off for it one bit. And the other thing, when the refs go over to watch it on the screen, they should play it in real time, not fucking mm. slow down. Mm. That, I, Someone I, said twenty three times. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but that's just ridiculous. And uh, Lil's actually made a good point on Twitter. He said, "If you have, if you have to watch it that many times, there must be doubts." Yeah. Well, someone said six minutes. It took yeah. six minutes. If you can't make a decision in six minutes, then it's, it, it ain't a decision to be made. It was the Mike uh, Dean show. Yeah. He got it right in the first place. Yeah, Mike Dean show. Do you know what it is right? Sky do it right. I'm, I don't know if the FA are doing it as well. Right. Sky employ people right yeah. pundits like Keen, like Sunes, who are controversial. Right? Do they keep Mike Dean employed because he's controversial and he makes it about him to make football more entertaining? I, I just don't understand. Oh, how, I, yeah, that's I, some, I don't yeah, understand that's some Illuminati shit. <laughs> no, but these, yeah, these these are like conspiracy no, theories no, coming maybe, out maybe, with that. Maybe that's that's over the top. No, but, but I know. Yeah, I don't, yeah, no, I don't no. understand how he still has a job. The amount of the amount of controversial moments that one referee has had. He likes to feed his ego, though, doesn't he? Is that, he, he, likes, he does it he all the time. The show. Us as well. He done it against Masuaku last season, didn't he? 
Yeah. Yeah, Masuaka. That was uh, against Villa. And uh, lads, I don't want to talk about Mike Dean. I don't want to feed his ego as uh, we're all polygasty likes it being done. So let's get more into the actual performance of West Ham. As much as we just praised the Villa performance yesterday, for me, it was... Shambles. Right, I'll take, the, I'll take the result because you've got to understand in... In a game of football, especially in the Premier League, you can't be expected to win every single game. So I'll take the result. Mm. And a year ago, West Ham would have comfortably lost that game, yeah. probably 2-0. So I'll take the positive mm. that we got a point from it, which is which is brilliant. But the actual game itself, I thought for the first 30 minutes, we were we were slow, we were standing off, we were letting them have the ball. Um and we look actually looks all right on the counter, which I think is slightly something different for us now. Like even when we are having these bad games, you do think if we can get them on the counter that there might be something there. But even that, we didn't have enough of that yesterday either. I thought. No. Um, and I just want to make a point: Did Moyes dropping Bowen on uh, against Villa? Did that knock his confidence? Because yesterday he he just no, looked mate, poor. He's been poor for three games. Is, been, is it? Is it? Yes. You think because he's in the? I think he makes the team because of his work rate getting back to help Kufau out, right? So yeah, yeah. So obviously Moise's tactic in the Villa game was double up on Grealish using Fredericks. So was that yeah. a, like a sort of rest for Bowen, or was it because he was yeah, it wasn't. Bad? It was Bowen wasn't dropped. It was it was just a tactical change which worked. Yeah, hundred percent. But hundred percent. Back to the Palace game, Bowen when he was out of tune then. You could argue Antonio for the past three games as well. Oh, I'm still waiting on that hat trick. I've backed Moyes all season, but I don't know how he can get it so right one week and so wrong the next week. And it, weren't, it, well, it, think... it wasn't necessarily the starting team, it was the changes mm. he made. Oh, the you've changes, got, yeah. You've got fucking Lanzini and Fonals on the bench. Yeah. I can understand bringing, at the time, I thought Noble was a good change because. I don't know, you needed some experience and leadership, but it was putting Noble in the 10 at nil-nil. That's bit, what I mean. See, see when, when Moyes now brings Noble on in the past, like in the past couple of games, when he's brought him on, it's been when we're holding on to a lead, yeah? He's bringing him on to, you know, sort out that midfield, structure it and, and have leadership in the team so we don't concede. When you're, I think the, the sub was around like, what, the 50th, 60th minute, 55th minute or something like yeah, that? Yeah, about 10 minutes after half time. So, so, Okay, Yarmolenko for Ben Rama, I think it was, wasn't it? That that's, that's that, okay. I, no, I don't but, think I, th- I don't think that's too bad because no, but Ben Rama out of out of that sort of forward three, if you like, I think he was the best. If anyone, which this would have been harsh as well, but if he was going to make a change, that particular game, I probably would have dragged Lingard before Ben Rama. Yeah, Lingard didn't do nothing too fair. But then again, you'd still need the other players to do the job. Can't just be one player. When the old team just doing the work all the time. It's like Rice. He was taking leadership all the time. He can't do that every game. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes you've got to expect other fucking players. But do you know with Lingard? Yeah, I just wanna I just yeah. sorry, I just wanna talk about um Moyes and his subs in the fifty fifth minute. I don't I don't necessarily agree with the subs. I, th- I think you're right in what you're saying there. But for one, this again, this is my split decision on Moyes. Mm. Like Bird, I don't know how you can go like last week, you can say like you'd give him a new contract tomorrow and all that because like yesterday, he's finally for the first time I think we'd all agree he's actually tried to be proactive by doing it so early in the game. But then, like Chris, I think he was going to go on about the subs he made. Like actually, this no ball 
um, in the number 10 role. I just don't, for, me, for the life of me, I can't understand it. And like you said, we've got four nails and Lanzini sitting on the bench. If you want to, this again, I'll go back to this mentality he's trying to change. How are you trying to change the mentality if you're bringing on Mark Noble to play in the number 10 when you've got four nails and Lanzini sitting exactly. on the bench? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mate, at one point it was nil-nil. Well, obviously it was nil-nil the whole game, but I'm, when you look at, we had Yarmolenko up top mm-hmm. and fucking Noble in the 10, where was he going to get a goal from? This, like, I think we ended the game. Was it Fred Fredericks? Yeah. Right wing. Yeah, he come yeah, he come off for Antonio, wasn't it? Yeah. Noble in the number ten. Yarmolenko up front, and was it Lingard? I think uh, got moved over to the yeah. left, and that's how we've ended the game. Yeah. We could go on to so much more about this, like the the Finn squad we've got. I mean, I was only on the radio ten days ago saying about Antonio, and exactly that. Do you know how fuming I am? That's happened. Like th- this is. This is now where we've, we, people have got to look at Moyes. I am GSB out all day, probably like the big, biggest GSB out fan you're ever going to meet. But I don't, this is the conversation we were having last week. You've got to start looking at Moyes as well because there's no way he could have been happy with that mm. squad. But he consistently came out, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy. Depending on this injury and how long he's for, this is really showing how fragile our squad is. Because especially if, the Socek red card didn't get overturned. Imagine he got an injury as well or anything. But imagine having Socek and Antonio right. All of a sudden, we look bang average. Yeah, but then, yeah, I agree. But did you just game... do you think Antonio looked injured in that game? Because there's a thing of yeah. there's a thing of every time he doesn't play as well, oh, it, like everyone comes out and say, oh, is he injured? Oh, is he holding his hamstring? You know, th- there becomes this this question. Oh, then is our squad deep enough? But don't forget, we've got. I know he's a youngster. And we can't put all our hopes on him. But then we've got that Odubeku, and we on, on. I don't think he was on the bench yesterday, yeah. right? If if Moyes if again. he's coming from if he's coming from you know the under twenty ones or where I know he came from Man United, didn't he? A couple of months ago. But if he's then coming from, you know, the under twenty ones, why not play him? Why not give yeah. him a chance? It's another Grady situation in your hands there. I think though. Mm. When you're talking about you're talking about playing Lingard in the false nine or Yarmolenko in the false nine if Antonio gets injured. Yeah, yeah but this this is what I'm saying. That we this could have been a different conversation because if Moyes brought on Lanzini and Fournal, so then all of a sudden you've got you finish the game with Lingard in the fucking nine, like he says, Fournal's on the left, Lanzini through the middle, yeah. do you know what I mean? And Bowen on the right, that that's still an attacking team. Yeah, but for me though, like Lingard can only like play as well as he is when he's got players like Ben Rama. He ain't going to have Noble pointing at every player on that field to do their job. Like You can't have a Noble and then expect Lingard to flourish. Uh, you, Did you hear Lingard shouting at Antonio? What did he say? Press. He's shouting, faster, faster. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's his mentality. Yeah. That's him playing with Man U, do you know what I mean? He's used to playing with like Man U, whether he like it or not, and now they yeah. are at the minute, they're, they're an elite team. Yeah, and no, that's exactly. what they expect of Man U. They expect to win. And again, I'll go back to this mentality thing again. How are you meant to, if, if you're if you're just Lingard on that pitch and you're seeing Mark Noble, Ryan Fredericks come on and you know you've got Lanzini mm. for now mm, on the yeah. pitch, what is that saying to the rest of the players around the team when you're drawing yeah. nil-nil away yeah. to Fulham? To me, I'm looking at that Take thinking, he's pro- exactly, yeah. you're like, where if we want to get to this next level, no matter how bad we play, the... The, the best teams will go on to win yeah. that game. 
So, like I say, last year we would have lost that. So I, I will take the result. Yeah, that's and that's what um, when, lost, when you can play when you can play so bad and still nick a draw. Yeah. But I, I think fucking Fulham are terrible. As that's well. a step in the right direction. It's a step in the right direction, but but for the way Moyes goes on, like for me, he's doing the wrong thing still. Like he, like I say, like in the end, he was happy with a point. When if we want to make that next step, what? For now, and Lenzini have at least got to be coming on to actually try and change the game in uh in and turn a point into three points rather than actually settling for the point. I'm buzzing that we've got the point because it is a step in the right direction, but don't help himself, does he? It, yeah, for me, that he, he kind of don't make sense with what he's saying. Sam, I said to you after the game, I said, like, I couldn't pick out a West Ham man of the match in that game, and that, that says a lot about the performance, although we didn't concede. Says a lot that, about the performance that I couldn't pick a West Ham man of the match. Yes, lads, enough of the talk about Villa and Fulham. I think we all would have took four points at the start of the week after what happened to Liverpool. I want to get on to Thomas Suchek now and uh, how good we actually think he is. I've been having a lot of conversations lately as to how good we all think he actually might be and if he's world class or not. I don't think he is. I'll explain why soon. Uh, but he's very good. Chris, uh, what's your opinion on Sadchik? I think I think right now he's he's excellent. Is he world class? We'll have to have that conversation, you know, later down the line when he pro- yeah. like it proves his consistency in the Premier League and with West Ham, hopefully. But world class is a bit of a stretch right now. Is he good? Is he great? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think just his stats alone in the Premier League this season tell you tell you all you need to know about him. You know, twenty three games and eight goals. He's the highest scoring the highest scoring midfielder uh, other than Bruno Fernandes. And he don't take penalties. And he don't take penalties. So I think I think you've just got to look at that and say has has he been one of the best signings uh, in the Premier League this season? Possibly, you know, debatable. But then I just look at you. You know, you mentioned about the mentality that Moyes has brought in. I think. It's not only Moyes bringing in a new mentality. I think it's I think it's the players as well. People like Suchek, people like Kufal, who are training, turning up to the training pitch on their days off. You know what I mean, and bringing other players with them to improve yeah. on their game, and it, it improves the morale. How can it not? You know what I mean. How can working together in, in on the training pitch not improve you as a team? I think you bang on what you're saying. Bang on, and I think he could he could like I, I struggle to name a better signing within the last eight years. Like yeah. Inclu- yeah, including Payet, including Payet, including oh, Payet. Yeah, because, because wow. Let's <laughs> <Because, laughs> be honest. Let's be honest. Suchek is, is more attacking. Uh, Payet is more attacking, right? And not only that, he we found out in the end that he was a bad egg in the team. You know, he was he was changing the morale of the team, and that's not good. Suchek yeah. is only improving the morale. Yeah, yeah. yeah as as an overall, they're not just football wise. They're maybe yeah. Uh, I think it's bigger than that as well. I think you've got. I think you've got to look at like bigger than that. Uh, you know, after we had a bad spiral down after Payet left, and on the terms Payet left, you know, it not not cost Slavin his job, but it could sort of undermined him as a manager at the time. Do you not think? You know what, saying? what I'm answering Chris's question, or just saying what I think? Yeah, what well, I, I want to know what you think about Sochek, mate. Um, it's similar to so. People that don't watch, like we watch West Ham week in week out, we're West Ham fans, but people that don't watch West Ham week in week out, mm. 
will say that Rice isn't world class when I think he is. Yeah. Yes. World class professional for sure. And Sautek, although he's slightly different to Rice, he, but he's popping up with goals. We haven't had a midfielder in that position for years that pops up with goals like he does. And I think um, if you watch Lingard against Villa, he weren't just making the, the narrow ones, the narrow runs down the flanks. He was drawing defenders out and making runs through the middle and it just opened up a whole new sort of range of passing for Sujek. I think um, I think he'll be world-class. But yeah. again, he, he's just not... The only thing he's missing is the flair, which you don't need that. But He just does the simple things very yeah, well. Yeah, but s- some people think that you need to have all this skill and flair to be world-class. But for the job he does... I think he's going to be world class, yeah. yeah can't ask You're a fan more. then? Hey? You're a fan? Yeah, I love him, yeah. Good man, good man. Jimmy, <laughs> yeah. what do you think of Thomas Sacek, mate? Absolutely in love with the geezer. Great in the air. <laughs> 11 goals overall. And to be fair, in the air, you're not going to beat him, really, are you? Realistically, you've got to beat him. No. Massive. No, I believe he's, uh, I think he's number one for uh, Jules one in the air. In the oh, league. really? Yeah, for me... He is definitely, like, I don't think I've seen a, a midfielder like him and Rice in a while. I think the last central midfielder I liked was Scotty Parker. Legend. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Other than that, you're going back years ago, I'd say. It's, it's I think, so Jim, right. well, sorry, Jim, their partnership, um, what you said about their, what you touched on with Rice. Yeah. I, I think you bang on. I think you, you'd be struggling, actually, in the league yeah. to find a better... A better two, yeah. No, probably Liverpool. Mm. No, I'd say, like, obviously, Liverpool have got Thiago, yeah. Technically, the geezer's gifted, yeah. You're not going to get better than him, but like, I'd say, overall professionalism, Sushek and Rice, without a foul, like, they're going to do you a job every week, week in, week out. Eight, eight out of ten, yeah. You know, exactly, mm. again, yeah. And it's like having a corner now is like another team having a dangerous free kick. Because if the ball's going anywhere near Sucek, he's getting yeah. the end of it. And another thing with, like, obviously we're, we're, we're talking about Sucek and that, but I think the geezer definitely needs to take a few more free kicks, maybe. <laughs> what? Free kicks? Free kicks? Yeah, mate, I'd give him two. Where's this come from? Go well, on, then. Like, you've got to think, like, he's scored five headers, yeah? So, obviously, the rest of them have been, like, normal goals, haven't they, really? So... That Villa goal was a striker's finish. Mm. Yeah, do you know what mm. I mean? So, like, I'll tight, I'll tight. Yeah, I want to go back <laughs> to free kicks. <laughs> I think give him at least three. Do you know what I mean? See what he comes out with. If, if he comes out with a load of bollocks, then granted, give him to Ben Rama or someone. Fuck Creswell Wolf. That guy's like the weakest link. Get rid of him. Yeah. <laughs> go, go, taking free kicks. Well, well, if it adds to his goals tally, yeah. then I don't think none of us <laughs> no. will mind him taking free well, kicks. Well, that's what well, is. is on penalties, isn't he? So it's only yeah. fair. I can't imagine a Sutek <laughs> dropping the shoulder, though, and whipping one. No, no. <laughs> I don't know, you know. Top bins. Talking uh, about Sutek and his goals, I just want to say, um, I think... I think why he's become such a fan's favourite as well. We all know the striker situation and the 49 mm. we've had in 10 years, 10, 11 years, whatever it is, under these three Muppets. But um, his goal ratio is just one goal in just over three games. Yeah, It's better than pretty much all the strikers we've got and probably only Arnie, um, I think, and Sacco uh, are probably better than him. So that goes to show how much... He's actually getting on the score sheet as well, yeah. and that we're not we're not used to someone doing that again. Though two bad eggs, two bad bad eggs in the team. 
Sacco, I don't Blow know what good. happened. I don't know what happened with him and the board, right? Arrogance. He was saying the board was racist and they're trying to get rid of every black player and stuff. See, oh, that's, a, that's a touchy subject there. Right. And, did, then, and, then you had, and then you had Arnie who, who pushed for a, a contract extension with more money and mm. then left for China for more money. You know yeah. what I mean? Suchek's humble. And then wanted yeah. to come back. And then wanted to come back, yeah. When, when they capped the wages, didn't they? Because of the goals that Suchek scores, do you think that's why Moyes wasn't that worried? About signing another striker right now because we're getting goals from everywhere. Surely not, surely not, Bird. I just can't. I mean, I love Sochek and that, and I think he's brilliant. And um, but you can't rely on midfielders. I think he's a uh, yeah. I think he's an all-round centre midfielder. I wouldn't yeah. say he's a defensive midfielder. Um, so you can't, but you box. can't rely. He, do you know what? He, he actually reminds me that Villa goal. Well, reminded me of Lampard. And, and and the way he made a a forward run and he and he makes late runs to get into the box. So actually, yeah. he actually reminds me slightly of Lampard. But is he going to be getting twenty plus goals a season? I don't think so. No. Do you know that who, assist though by Ben Rama? Ben Rama's naughty. Do you know about um the thing with the thing with the partnership with Rice and Suchet? Going back to that quickly, you know when Rice used to run forward uh, last season, I used to think, oh my god, he's got he's got you know Noble beside him. So mm. when they're when they're counterattacking, but that partnership seems to work so well. Where if if Rice is you know making one of these runs forward, and people a lot of people say he's not good enough going forward, he is. He yeah. can, but he just he just doesn't do it enough, so he, he can't he can't prove it enough. Yeah. But then Suchek is is he gets back quick enough. He, he yeah. the don't stop running. I think because they're both like Rice and Suchek, they're both they're just so in sync with each other. Like they just know what each other's going to yeah. do. Yeah. So mm. I think it makes it easier. So like, if everyone's doing their job correctly, then well, obviously, guys like, right, like for example, doing. Rice doesn't even look like half the player he was because obviously, like everyone's doing their job this year. Mm. Like we started off a bit slow, yeah. And to be fair, we finished. Well, hopefully we don't finish off slow, but we're fucking playing world class football at the moment, aren't we? Well, not world class football, but better football Decent. than we're used to. Yeah, it's not. It's not always pretty, but you said it earlier, Sam. When we counter attack. And we're playing well. We look like we're scoring every time we go forward. Yeah, we, we look threatening now, don't yeah. we? Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Right. So for me, um, just on Sutek, anyway. Yeah, Chris, I think you said it. He, he plays ninety minutes all the time. Mm. Um, he, he he don't stop running. Uh, and and that's what that, that's a big thing, especially for David Moyes and what he wants. We all know about the scores, uh, the goals that he scores, and other than his red card yesterday, which. It's quite ironic, but yeah, he, he actually don't get many bookings for for the position he plays in. I actually don't think he gets that many bookings. Just, My only negative on him is he he's, he's passing is for me constantly sideways. He don't do much going forward, um, and I think with zero assists, that would probably back that up. And uh, and that's probably what um, puts him in a bracket just under the the world class players. But I do think he'd walk into quite a few of the top teams yeah. in Europe yeah, I, I think the only well, I, don't know, I don't know about the top teams but definitely football wise but like flair and that I think that's what he's missing a little bit more of that bit more for West Ham for, West... for sure West Ham fans right all that... but I think I think you, you sorry just just to Jimmy I don't think you, the top teams yeah. they, they've got 11 players but they're not all flair players so I think Sochek yeah. is one of them ones oh, you yeah. he's Can't I? in that mould, if you like. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. Exactly that. All West Ham fans want is for someone who works works their socks off and, and plays well on the pitch. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and he seems to be doing both at the minute. So you can't Great complain. 
and eat, eats potato salad. <laughs> yeah. Maris Pipers, Jim. Yeah, he'd definitely be getting a couple of Maris Pipers for Christmas, <laughs> for sure. So if we can have a whip brand right. of potatoes, give to him, be much appreciated. <laughs> Jimmy Lee, he's going to get Thomas Socek a bag of potatoes. You've heard it here Correct. first on the Bowling Boys podcast. Love you. Sir. Uh, so I think we can all agree he probably quite isn't world class just yet, but he, he's up there with, with with the best midfielders. Yeah. Mm. And I just want to touch on one little thing though. Um, Sashek, if you can hear me, I love you and bring Noble to the training sessions at the end. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's move on to Jesse Lingard and the impact he's had on the West Ham team already. Uh, I don't think we've got a lot to go on yesterday. Yeah, on yesterday's performance, as we discussed earlier, uh, it was it was poor from everyone. And, and Chris, again, you you were spot on when when trying to name a man of the match. You probably couldn't. Uh, Jimmy, what do you think of Lingard's performance against? So we're probably going to talk more about out. the Villa game here. Yeah? Um, yeah, what do you think of uh, Jay Ling's uh, against the Villa? Very fiery player. He he looks like the same player we see in the World Cup. I think, to be fair. Do you know what mm. I mean? He's showing glimpses of it. Um, he's playing better football than he was at Man United because he's getting a chance now. Um, that was his first league start in over 13 yeah, months. Yeah, he's, he's done everything that you could ask for him, to be fair, isn't he? He's come in, he's, done, he's scored two goals. Granted, not bloody very good from the keeper. No, yeah, I agree. <laughs> like, they still went in. Regardless, and then the next week I put a tenner on him to get an hat trick, and did he score? No, he didn't. So, <laughs> Mikel Antonio. Yeah, Do you know, I wasn't, I wasn't ecstatic about signing Lingard. I, I can't lie. I was, I, I wasn't, I wasn't against it, but I wasn't ecstatic about it. Yeah, yeah. I'd say you was against it a bit. I, I was just leaning like you can't sign. I, I, in my mentality, I was like, you can't sign someone who hasn't played this this season at yeah. all, no, and expect him to, you know, be a false nine or, or whatever he was going to be uh, under Moyes' plan. And I just thought, you know, is it the right signing? Could I, you know, could we yeah. do better doing another domestic loan? That was my only problem with it. But then I'm happy that he proved me wrong. Do you know what I mean? I don't, I don't want him to flop if he comes to West Ham. Yeah. I want to support him. But as soon as he got them two goals, I was like, what, what have we got ourselves in now? Like what? Yeah. I know yeah. it was ninety minutes, and the West Ham fans get carried away a lot. But yeah. he he looked just so attacking. He looked he was running at the defence. He he was just encouraging the you know the counter, and it was uh, it was a great performance. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I thought he was uh, I thought he was outstanding. Yeah. and probably probably the best player on the pitch. Yeah. I mean, what a debut! Oh. Uh, he he was everywhere. He was in everything. Anything we've done good, he was involved with. Uh, I think a lot of people noticed it as well. He's link up with Ben Rama, yeah. which is just brilliant. He's so hungry as well, um, I think. And, and it, like, he was just... T- yeah, exactly. One of the boys said it last week. Uh, he's got something to prove yeah. now. So, Jimmy, what you're saying, again, you, you spot on it. He looks hungry and he wanted yeah, he to take everything, didn't he? Taking like, he, um, throw-ons, everything. He just opened up a whole new outlet. <laughs> Like, Mate, he was taking everything. He was shooting everywhere. It was back in the like, eighteen yard box yesterday, so I know what you mean. I was just hovering, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I was like fucking like a little kid again. Like I think Lingard has brought like the buzz back for me since the Lingard signing. Yeah, for sure. Well, the way he's playing, the way that he loves West Ham now, do you know what I mean? He's a West Ham boy through through now. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> couple, couple, couple dances <laughs> with Antonio and he's a West Ham yeah, boy. Through and through. He's been with us since the beginning. But for me, brilliant player to have. 
And to be fair, the bird. What's your opinion on uh, Lingard? Yeah, but I just said he he opened up like a whole new outlet. And when you said about Suchek passing sideways, and that was the one negative. I, I don't know if you remember, but he made this through ball, but it was all because Lingard made the perfect run. Yeah, and it just took out the whole of Villa's midfield. But he's another one; he can make something happen on his own. So although he's got Ben Rama and the link up was unreal. Every time Lingard got the ball and he beat a man and he's on the edge of his box, he's on the edge of his seat, you know he's going to have a shot. Hmm. But um, yeah. that's that's what we need as well. Someone that's going to take a chance from from further out rather than... Because all we seem to do is try and work the ball wide on the 18-yard box, get a cross in. Mm. Yeah. But it's just a, another string to the bow, isn't it? He, if he's going to score goals from on the edge of the box mm. in around the 18 yards, then... We were talking about yeah, so that's, that's, that's a great point because that is one thing I noticed uh, in, in like in the first half especially. Any time he got the ball, he was direct. If he made half a yard, mm, yeah. Direct, if he made half a yeah. yard, bang, he was get, getting a shot off. And Martin has even made a, a good couple of saves from him. Yeah, so, the one yeah, but I think I think you bang on again, mate. We were talking about Noble, right? Being being a leader. Oh God, I would like, I would like, I would like, <laughs> yeah, I'd like Lingard go, to be as well. I'd like Lingard to be a leader. You know, he's coming from a a bigger club, you know, the biggest club in the world. And he's yeah. like 28 now, which I didn't even know. I thought he was younger than that. But I'd like him to be a leader in that dressing room. Well, did you some... I think he's shown that. I think he's shown that already. Yeah. yeah. Did you see say that um, we could sign him for 10 to 15 million in the season? Bargain. Yeah, Get it done true? already. Is there a clause well, in the Well, he's out of contract, isn't he? After, after next season, he's out of contract. No, there ain't a clause in the loan. But... Is he really going to go back to Man U? Man U have loaned him to us without the option to buy to try and bump up his value. Yeah. He, he's, he's leaving Man U in the summer, 100%. Do you reckon? Imagine that, Rice and Lings. How did he get back in the Man U squad? Well, Oli, Oli, I know, Oli I know did, for us... Oli did say on Sky Sports, he hopes that he can um, sort of like regroup himself and come back to United, but that might just be... Who's that? Oli Gunnar Solskjaer said oh, that. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Do you think... Do you think... And I know we're um, talk. Sorry, I know we're talking about uh, Lingard here, um, and you're going on about the summer signing. But who, what's he going to do if he goes back to Man U? Who's, who's he getting in over? I, I think he'll be coming to. I think he'll be coming to us if he has a decent loan spell because he seems to already love it yeah. as well. Yeah. End of the day, fucking, he grew up in Man, with Man U, isn't he? So like, that's all he knows. But for his career and his England spot, like, it's a no-brainer to like. He's got to be yeah, playing, playing full time football at West Ham. So, do you think that will impact Moyes taking him off as a sub if we're if we're losing or trying to go for a win? Do you think that will impact Moyes taking because he's only got four months or what four months to impress yeah. and to get into the England Euro side? Do you think Moyes will take that into consideration? Uh, Moyes, him off? Moyes has just got to do what's best for West Ham. Yeah. Nine times out yeah. of ten, it yeah. should in theory be keeping Lingard on. Yeah, so it shouldn't matter too much anyway. Yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, Jimmy saying about he's got to be playing. You got to remember as well. We've got the Euros in the summer, which he might not no. make because Southgate was yeah. squad on that. But the World yeah. Cup is no, next definitely he's got to well. be pushing for that for sure. So with um, you see, we had thirty mil for a striker. If we sign Lingard for fifteen, does that cut? Out? I know you're gonna say. Does that cut <laughs> yeah. out money at all? Yeah. GSP out, baby. <laughs> you know exactly where that's going. <laughs> Right, so we all uh, we all happy with Lingard and and the way he's impacted oh, the team. Yeah, yes. Good, good. That's what I like to hear. He was uh, he was brilliant against Villa. Um, and I just think with the rest of the team, and he has been out for thirteen yeah. months, that you, you can forgive him uh, for his performance him and the rest of the team. <laughs> <laughs> right, talking about Man U, his parent club, 
and where he actually came from. Big, big game Tuesday night. What are we saying about the FA Cup? Are we going to win it? Of course we are. I think... Of we bloody are. If we get through... <laughs> if we get through this United game and we can sort of avoid City, yeah. I think there's a strong chance. How are we beating them? Anyway, possible. Their defence. Their defence is the, is the weak spot of the team, isn't it? The only thing is, yeah. I know we have as well, United have got a shit performance in them. Yeah. 100%. Well, look, look at yesterday. I mean, at half-time, you thought that was, that should have been comfortable, yeah. really. Too You've got to believe. got to believe we've got... And they've made a mess. You have got to believe. Now, for me, I think, Chris, where you was heading uh, with the defence, that is something we've got to look at. Um, and I think the goalkeeper, mm. whether it be the Gaia or Henderson... Mm. I think our set pieces could play a massive part. Hopefully, it's the guy. I fucking don't rate him. Right, he's a blind, but he just does shitters, doesn't he? I just think, I'd, yeah, but having Lindelof and, and Maguire in front of you, like, don't get me wrong, they're, they're decent defenders, but they're, they're not a good partnership. And the thing is, like, you never know what Man United's going to turn up. One one day, yeah. they'll, they'll look like the world class team they were yeah. a couple of years ago, and then one they'll turn up and get turned over by Sheffield United. So, what as well? I wouldn't mind doing yeah. what mine's done against Villa. I wouldn't mind playing Fredericks again for that game because a lot of their stuff where Rashford always pulls out to the left. Martial's dangerous yeah, yeah, on the I left. Agree, I'd, yeah. I'd play Fredericks again. No, I agree. Mm. Martial's a good scorer. Could be a way to go us as well. I think he's yeah. going to play in the youngsters. He, he's not good though. Uh, Odebeko's got to be on the bench now at least. He's got oh, trying, man, who's up front? Lingard's not who's up? Someone tell me who's noble. up front. Is Antonio is he actually <laughs> out or is he just got to be noble? Don't place up on him. He's out. He's, Antonio's got to be out. I ain't being funny, but did you look at him? Yeah. He pulled up. He, he, he said, let yeah. me come off. And then he tried to go for another sprint and he completely yeah. pulled yeah, up because again. I, I'm guessing he's going to go with Yarmolenko. I don't know. Because if I was Antonio's manager, I'd be saying, if you feel it, mm. just pull. Just pull up and come off. Mm. So if he's just felt a tweak and yeah. thought, oh, fuck that. Um, Bird, if you've ever pulled your hamstring, yeah, I, haven't. It is, I don't fucking run. You can't. It is, uh... <laughs> <laughs> you pulled it over goal. If you've yeah. ever pulled your hamstring, listen. Let's not talk about hamstrings no, and all sure. that all day. But I don't think Antonio. If if you're tweaking that, you're not ready to play four or five days later. No, right. and not the way Antonio plays either. The most of him is all yeah. about his sprinting, like we said earlier, like the way he shuts down, the way if he, he can't run, front. You can't play him, do you know what I mean? Because all he's going to do is hold up the ball, which he does well, do you know what I mean? You can't take it away from him. He is basically, he's going to be like our all-time um, ice scorer, isn't he? So, like, that's how poor our up front is. But you've got to give it to him sometimes, I suppose. Every time he sprints, I'm literally covering he's, my eyes because I feel yeah. like he's going to pull up. He's a powerhouse, but for me... Yeah, Chris. <laughs> Sorry, no, go on, Jim. Got, like, I think Bowen's got to play, but I'd try Bowen up front with him, personally. Then he's changing the whole system. He changes look it every us. week. Look, though, look, look, no, but look at us. You don't change the system. Look at us and what we're doing. I'll give it a try, mate. Because we haven't got a striker. Mm. Exactly, Jim. Give it a try because yeah, we haven't exactly. got a striker. This is all down to David Moyes and, and he's happy with the squad. GSB out, Moyes in for now. That's all I've got to say on that one. But going back to Man U and how we actually beat him, I think if you keep that ball away from Harry Maguire at set pieces, we've got a massive chance. And I think, Bird, your shout on Fredericks going back. Um, to right wing because um, oh. a lot of their play comes down the wings keep mm. Fernandez quiet mm. keep the wingers quiet that's what 
it's like Sunday League stuff. If you know that someone's going to dictate play, yeah. stick to it. Stick to it. Like, Suchek will be playing. Just don't let him... I don't know. I don't want Frederick starting. It, I don't it can't be that start. hard to stop Fernandez from playing, surely. Yeah, you've got to think, Frederick is like, when he was at Fulham, he was a wing-back. Like, he, ain't, he weren't doing a Zabaleta role, do you know what I mean? So that's what people got to realise. He was like, he's more yeah, of a winger. He, he's like a classic fullback now. Look at Trent. Yeah. Like Robertson's wicked at defending and going yeah. forward. But Trent, Trent's not a great defender. Chris oh, no, he's not awful. a great defender. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Sufal, Sufal's better at defending than he is going forward, really. Yeah. is more, he's more like Zabletta to me. Decent, decent little whip on him now, isn't he? Yeah. You're like the Sunday League Sufal, Chris. It's <laughs> getting stuck in. <laughs> no, but I, I don't know. I don't think Frederick should start. No, uh, as much as it seems controversial, I don't think he's good enough. Like you, Jim, you were saying about um, no, he's about... definitely not good enough for where we want to be. Like definitely not. But he's still a baller. Like, he's a baller. Like, he just can't defend for fuck all, can he? But bro, that's his job. And if he ain't doing it, fuck him off. Nope. What, Chris? What are you when you're saying Frederick shouldn't start? Are you? Are you... You want to go head to head with them, mm. match them up. Yeah, I look. If we they were conceding a lot of goals, right? They conceded they conceded three goals against an Everton team who, let's be honest, w- weren't really in the game. I mean, they had a couple counter attacks. I don't know if you boys watched the game, but mm. they 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 wasn't really in the game. You know, Man United should have won that comfortably. But again, it comes back to the defense being being weak. Yeah, and we we can we can you know counter on that. Also, is Oli going to Solskjaer going to rest players because of the league? Yeah, we could do. Yeah, but they're, they're, they're squad bird though. It's, it's so big mm. that it don't matter really yeah. who they wish. They're gonna have this if is the problem with our squad. If Greenwood, yeah, what exactly? It, that's the problem with our squad. It's so thin. If you take one or two players out of our squad, we're in big trouble. Right, the fun part. Let's go. Talking about Man U. What are our predictions for Tuesday night? Jimmy Lee, let's start with you. Um, I'm going to keep it quite positive. I'm going to go one in West Ham. All right, like that. Chris? Oh, I'm going to finish it off by being negative. Uh, two, one United. Okay. Right, okay. Send him on. <laughs> Bird? Send him uh, on. There's no way we're keeping a clean sheet. Two, two at the final whistle. West Ham Ooh. on penalties. Ooh, and I will technical. be putting that on. Right. <laughs> I, I, I hope not. Listen, I as long as we're going I through, that's all we care it. about. Chris, Emotions. I don't like the negativity. <laughs> I, know, I think I know. even I'm being no. positive. Hold on, on, hold on, hold um, on. Let's talk about the Villa game. What did you say? <clears throat> uh, I think we'll be winning 2-1 on Tuesday night. Mm. Nice, Sam. Um, don't worry about my Villa <laughs> prediction. Right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to everyone for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. You can follow us on Twitter at the underscore bowling boys. And if you have any questions or want to be a guest on future shows, don't hesitate to DM us. We've been the bowling boys. You've been great. See you next time.